Hello and welcome to this week's episode of our podcast, Three Wise Rubber Ducks. Each week we'll try and make sense of what is happening in the world, share our facts of the week and discuss events in our own lives. We are a group of three politics students at the University of Bath. I'm Davina Cordy and I'm sat with... Ethan Scanlon. And Adam Ellis. So, without further ado, how's your week been, guys? Yeah, it's been, it's been good, thanks. We had our last, one of our last uh, in-person teaching sessions yesterday, one of us three together, which was actually quite nice. Although well, we were all in different groups. We did. So I didn't yeah. get to see you guys, but... Didn't actually see you, but... No. Well, in the I, same I, building. I, I, I came up on the bus with you. Yeah. Except for that. And that, that was for about ten minutes, and then I, yeah, went to the big tent. Didn't even see Davina. Oh, and I saw you afterwards, actually. Yeah, big tent. Yeah, big tent. The big tent, the place to be. The place, clearly. <laughs> With, all the With all the heaters. With all the heat, yeah. Like but that's the only years. place you can eat on campus now. So it's either that, we've stayed outside and it's getting pretty cold, so I don't know. Yeah. Four degrees yesterday, which Four is like high. <clears throat> Not great. I had to wait an hour as well to get home on the train, which wasn't great. I had quite a meal last night. Went to co-op, now I bought some alcoholic beverages and I gave them my library card instead of my ID, which wasn't great. <laughs> And from that point on, I just I wasn't having a great night, and then I went to the train station and I missed my train for about five minutes. Not, so not to forget to mention that you walked up to my house to get the bus stop outside my house, and they had literally taken oh, the bus don't. stop. <laughs> the bus stop had gone. Well, I called up my mum and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, it's probably going to take me about ten minutes to get to the train station, so I'd be fine." She's like, "All right," and then she's like, "When you get the bus around?" I was like, oh, "I'll just get outside Anne's house because it's fine." And then I walked up to your road, and it's a steep hill to get up to your road, and I did it. I turned around the corner and you were like, oh yeah, by the way, the bus stop's gone. I was like, yeah, great, thanks, Adam. After I walked <laughs> up the hill, when it probably would have been better for me not to, could have just got the U1, but damn, I'm here now. <laughs> That's the main thing. Um, so should we do fact of the week? What's your fact of the week, Adam? My fact of the week is uh, a great one, which I found on Instagram and fact-checked. It's that uh, when squirrels land, they do a superhero landing, where they put one arm down, the other arm up. <laughs> <laughs> this was shared by Mark Reese on Twitter as he photographed them doing so, and there are many photos, which I'm sure our viewers can go check out, and they have been photoshopped into superhero movies <laughs> and starting lawnmowers and all sorts. That's and cool. yeah, it's really cool, cool that they land in a superhero pose after they jump. Is that the only pose, though, that they can... So yeah. you'll tell me every squirrel that's ever jumped? There are multiple photos, and they're all in the same one, so I imagine so. But I'm, I'm not a squirrel legit. expert. Yeah. Yeah. Just the same squirrel, just doing that pose. That. <laughs> on the camera, <laughs> over in different and places. Over. <laughs> He's got like, a personal photographer that just follows him around, just, just waits for him to squirrel. jump off a tree. <laughs> just trained it for the clout. To be fair, I've only really ever seen them go up the tree. I've actually never seen them mm. go down the tree. That's probably why I'm a bit... I don't know about the pose. You're never a squirrel skeptic. I've never. Oh yeah, I am a squirrel skeptic. <laughs> I've never sticked around long enough to see them. Conspiracy theorist about squirrels doing superhero landings. Yeah, they just actually they never come down from the tree. Just as soon as you see them go up, that's it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, you <laughs> we bring the squirrel time. truth every week. <laughs> the squirrels are just for the trees that never come down. <laughs> the tree just absorbs them that's how they keep going in yeah. real life yeah. well they just go into the yeah yeah that's enough that's good <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your fact of the my fa- oh, mine's also animal related it's not really 
from this week. It's from 1995. Because I thought <laughs> I'd keep it really relevant and go from there. But basically, the Journal of Experimental Analysis of Behaviour. Very interesting academic journal there. Um, trained pigeons to be able to discriminate between paintings by Monet and Picasso. Which I thought mm. was very cool. Like They showed them loads. And how did they know the difference? I don't know. I don't think they personally asked the pigeons how they knew, but they found that when they put like pictures of Picasso um, in front of a pigeon, it could identify it as a Picasso picture, even if it had no prior knowledge of it being a Picasso. How, how did they uh, measure it? Do you know how they measured that? Like How they measured it? Because if they can't ask it, which one's Picasso? With I'm science. Oh, that's fair enough. So they, as in they read the... Yeah, they, they measured read. it with science, yeah. Um were shown slides of their works and they had previously never seen before when Picasso images were um, inverted, the little art concerts could still tell it was a Picasso. So Interesting. I don't know how they identified, maybe they like poked it. like Because yeah. they, they did that a lot with pigeons in the 40s where they get them to like poke things with their beaks and maybe, maybe it, maybe it was a picture of Monet and like you had to poke it. Yeah, so that makes sense. If it was like the really abstract era of Picasso, you can tell because that's not really like any of Monet's work. It's yeah. just, it's very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you said that, it's not that impressive because, I mean, they are very different. Oh, these are fun facts, not impressive. Mine was how squirrels land, so I wouldn't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Davina, <laughs> yeah. moving on. More interesting. What's your um, uh, fun fact of the week? My fun fact is actually not about animals, surprisingly. Um, so, you know how the crown has come out recently in the season? Yes. Uh, and it's been a big deal so my fun fact is that in the crown they have an episode where princess princess diana performs uptown girl in front of the uh, royal opera and that actually happened apparently uh prince charles did not think it was he thought that she was competing too much for the attention did not approve of her performance he upset because billy joel couldn't make it so yeah. Yeah. on his birthday i'm sure on his birthday. charles wasn't impressed that on his birthday he wasn't having the spot was it billy joel's version of uptown girl i think so at least on the crown it is yeah yeah wait have you seen the crown i haven't seen the crown what's the crown i have seen the crown all of all of it all four series it just seems too long and you know like how it just is too long that you just you worry flies. about getting committed to yeah. it because then it's just too long and I end up Margaret Thatcher is yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the, the new series does look very interesting it's less than 40 hours think of it like that 40 hours I could be doing uni work though. at the same time don't oh. feel or I could do my essays on Margaret Thatcher <laughs> Genius. It's two birds with one stone when I reference it. Okay, yeah. So basically, in the crown, this happened. Boom. Get first. <laughs> I might just watch the new series, though. Oh, but you've got Matt Smith in the older series. Yeah. Claire but, Foy um, as well. I, yeah, I just. Oh, do you love Claire Foy? Claire Foy. She, she plays Queen. Queen. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't watched. What's your view of the crown? Do you like it? Do you agree with the um, hype? That it's good. It's, it's definitely dramatised. I think definitely because we study politics, we, we know a lot about. The, the changing political climate over Queen Elizabeth's uh, current reign. But, yeah, a lot of it, it's like, ooh, this is a bit right-wing for me. I can't quite... Especially a lot of the Margaret Thatcher stuff, I was just like... Uh, who plays... Is it Gillian Anderson? Yeah. Yeah, I think she does a really good job of it, to be fair. She does. And they do, they do a really good job of, like, the voices and everything, like, is really true to... True to photos and everything it's just 
the emotion that they kind of add in there mm. and spice <laughs> it up a bit. Yeah, I agree. And it's also, I like the way it focuses on more than just the family, like it focuses on the events yeah. at the time, like yeah. the, of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Is that the same though with all the series? Was that something? That same. They, series, like they had um, the Argentina, was it the Falklands War yeah. in this one? Yeah. And they've done all sorts of things. And it shows you things you didn't realise happened in history. I didn't realise that some guy went into Buckingham Palace. Do you not know? I didn't know about that. Didn't yeah, yeah. He broke in. Didn't he break in like twice? Yeah, yeah, it was more than once. Yeah, he went in twice. He sat on the bed. It's mental. How can you break in twice? Surely something like you break in once and it's like first time they're like, "Oh, someone's been here." Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so they like they didn't actually see him in the first time. They were, no, they they were like, okay. Oh. That's cool. Because <laughs> one of the maids saw him and reported it when the guards came, he'd gone. Yeah. And then the second time, he was just on the bed with her, <laughs> the queen. That's just chilling. That's mad. Was he put to prison for that? Yeah. Yeah. For how long? Uh, I think it was like mental, mental, mental institute for like it says at the end of the episode yeah. six months on. which is quite nice that they give like the history of mm. more events. things than just yeah. the royal family and I yeah. hear the music's pretty good as well music's like the, all, the, all the sort of songs that they've chosen for a very sort of William Gregson I think is who does it he's very good uh, what are your thoughts on the royal family in general like do you think they're necessary or I think they're alright as long as they don't have an issue with me <laughs> I'll let him be. It's come around your yes, house. Yeah, it's when the queen starts picking a fight with me, then I'm going to like the, the I think you take her easy. You but, reckon? Uh, I think they are. They don't have much power, am I right? I'm thinking they don't have much power these days, so they are just like a tourist attraction, basically. And as long as they, they I think understand she, she they're still, just a tourist attraction. She, no, I think the queen still signs off on laws, doesn't she? Yeah. She like, it has to be passed through Commons, yeah. House of Lords, and then they let go with the scroll and say, like, here's the new law, ma'am. And she can be like, no. I think she's never done that though. Imagine if she does that. Like, no, I don't like it. Send it back. That'd be, that'd be a big oof. Yeah. yeah, I was watching with my flatmates, and they're like, "Oh no, don't, don't spoil it, spoil it." So I was like, "It's history. Like, just, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it's happening now. <laughs> no, you know what's gonna happen." <laughs> I was surprised they didn't talk about the. Is the miners still coming up? Well, with one of Thatcher's yeah, down, didn't she? So oh yeah, I guess done. they didn't really. It was a piece though, wasn't it? Really during her time. Like closures of mines. They don't, yeah, I mean, minor strikes. They don't really address economic restructuring. Yeah. I remember because I watched the trailer just to do a bit like background research. And they, she mentioned the minor strikes. Yeah. But I don't know. It wasn't, I, I don't know, talking to my dad and people who were in the, like the younger generation during that time, it seemed like a bigger deal. And I think they, I, I would have perhaps have made a bigger deal out of it if if I was in charge of doing the crown, but Mm-mm. what do I know? So <laughs> I think it's still very well done though, what they do include. Yeah, that's true. How they include like the episode, um the guy who went into the into Buckingham Palace, that was a very good one about the class yeah. differences, like you see what's going yeah. on in the palace and you see his life and how unemployment is affecting him and everything. That was very well done. The um, they talked about they touched on like eating disorders with Princess Diana, which I think was actually quite important. Yeah, it could, it could, it, I think it's quite a difficult thing to get right. Yeah. I think they're doing largely a good job. Yeah, wait for season five. Mm. Is it? I heard, I've heard some rumours it's the last one, I've heard some rumours they have three more in the back, so I haven't known what was going on. Or well, like signed on with Netflix to do yeah. X amount of series. So it could be the last one next, or there could be more in stock. So we'll mm. see, we'll see where it goes. I know. But there's at least one more. Nice. And they've cast 
I always forget her name. The woman who plays the woman in the pink room in Harry Potter is going to be the queen. Oh, really? Dolores Umbridge. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it's Imelda Staunton. That's the one. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah. one, yeah. Cool. I think she, she looks quite a lot like the queen, so I can never quite get... She's a good actress. You always as well. do a good job of finding people who look good. Matt Smith, I thought, was really good. Yeah. Obviously. Good actor as well, obviously. So. Mm. They've done well. Done well. Yeah. Should we, uh, talking of... Talking of politics, should we do news of the world? New splash of the week. Wait, wait. So I guess the big thing this week has been about lockdown ending on Wednesday and mm. about Bath going into tier two. All the tiers have been announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's in a higher tier pretty much to what they were before lockdown. Except for Cornwall. Unless they were just like living like nothing happened in Cornwall, like they were completely free and they've gone into tier one now, it's been a bit like all. Oh, Wales, shot. Wales is doing alright, they're on their own sort of. Isle of Wight, yeah. Isle of Man, anywhere that's an island really that can just disconnect itself. Wales isn't an island. I'm no, I'm not saying Wales, I was, I, I was going through the islands. <laughs> oh, okay. Like the Isle of Man and. Yeah. Isle of Fair enough, yeah. But yeah, Bath is getting. Tier two. Tier so two. certain things will be opening, which which will be nice in the run up to Christmas. Gyms, gyms. Oh, gyms. A gyms open. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Uni gym sent me an email, even though I'm not enrolled there. Yeah, that they're opening back yeah. up. <laughs> I don't get one. Yeah. Obviously, think I don't need it. That's why. Yeah. They weren't going to bother. Also, in tier two, we can go get drinks with a substantial meal until eleven o'clock. Although last orders are at ten p.m. And big news. And big to, news. the pub um, kitchen probably won't be open at 10 o'clock anyway. They normally shut at like 8, 10, eh? Yeah, and Spoons always shuts like half an hour before they say they're going to. Just like, yeah. get out, we're done. Kids are asking. Not paid enough for this. No. <laughs> but um, hopefully it should be all right. I have to find out though what substantial meal means. It's a bit vague at the moment yeah, when that's like, is, is it like a side? Or is it like, do you have to have like three courses? Probably yeah. not three courses. That's a bit too substantial. <laughs> I think it's just like, you can't like, you know, pubs that give you, like, peanuts and crackling and stuff. And olives. Yeah. That doesn't count. You have to, like, go Classic sit down meal on a dish, and then you're allowed a pint. And I assume more pints. I don't know what the rule is, whether it's one pint per meal or... One pint per burger. You've got to keep eating the both continuously. That's assume. just too much. <laughs> to be fair, whenever I go to Spoons, I have a few drinks, and I end up getting a substantial meal. Yeah, anyway. exactly. <laughs> how it ends Blue up. fries every time. Cookie dough for dessert. I go for that burger that's wrapped in the tinfoil. It's spoons. spoons. Yeah, there's a burger that they wrap in. It's not like tinfoil, but it looks like tinfoil. It's like the American one. I think it's very nice. Anyway. I think it will make us evaluate, like, revalue. I appreciate restaurants. I, I'm more excited for restaurants than like, being able I to am. go and meet people outside yeah. and socially distance. Finally be able to six. meet up with Ethan outside of lecture halls. Yeah. Yeah. Like old times. Like good, old times, times. good times. Like precedented times. <laughs> like, I just miss precedented times. Yeah. Where have they gone? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she? Where is Miss President? <laughs> President. Where has she gone? <laughs> oh. but yeah. How are we feeling about holidays? I saw the government announce that they're saving Christmas. Yeah, very good. Um, I, I reorganised my Spotify playlists yesterday, so I have a nice, fresh, up-to-date Christmas playlist. Ooh, which nice. is really the same as last year, but it was just an excuse for me to start justifying listening. Yeah, to yeah. How, how much Christmas? Yeah, wow. It's brave moves. How much new Christmas? November 28th, so... It's 
less. I know that Little Nas X has a new Christmas song out. I know. I heard that. It's that you can't go wrong with like the classic Michael Bublé <laughs> album. Michael Bublé's <laughs> Fairy Tale New York is a classic. Yeah. Played all year long, in my opinion. Mariah really? Carey. Mariah Carey. I know. I I think it's all right. It's not my favourite. I like Felice and I read that. That's a good one. That's a good one. But I always it's forget to listen to it and then I have to quickly listen to it loads on Boxing Day. <laughs> Funny, probably that. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> but I always forget it because it's never in my playlists and then like I have to just get like my quota in for the year. Did you add it this year and you're like, refreshed. oh, it is on there. It is on there. <laughs> but before we go home for the holidays, testing. Is anyone thinking of getting tested? Have you booked? No. I mean, you go with Side crash, actually. Pardon? Side crash, yeah. I try to do it. I, yeah, I, I managed to go back yesterday and I got one booked for oh, nice. three days and then one day before I go back. I mean, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm at home anyway, so... It's seven minutes walk from my house, the testing place. Uh, where, where is Dartmouth it? Avenue, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Or you can get it done on campus, but then you have to get a bus. I drive. Yeah. So you could drive to campus? You could drive to campus. Just don't get the bus. The electric car. My electric car, yeah. You've got an electric car. got an electric car. Oh, that's very cool. With heated seat. I like yeah, that. told told Adam all about it yesterday. Oh, very cool, very nice. <laughs> all the details for you missed out on this conversation. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I was I was in lectures and I missed out full rundown into Venus electric <laughs> Is it like a smart? Is it one of those? You know, the little small smart. It's quite small. It's quite mean. It's like it? mean. It's, you know when you sometimes you, you you see you meet people and you meet their car and their car is, <laughs> is it, them. Is them? Is it a you? It's like if Davina was in the Cars films from Pixar. <laughs> it's how you would imagine. <laughs> I feel like I'm an Aston Martin. You'd be definitely a bright, bright orange. You'd have a yellow, yellow hood. I like yellow. an electric blue, blue sport car. No. F- compact. No. 4x4. Yeah, 4x4. Four four. Four yeah. That's practical but stylish. Or Is that pun- how you would describe yourself? Is um, that on your Tinder bio? I'm, practical but stylish. If I had a Tinder bio, it would be practical but stylish. <laughs> Practical any, any girls out there add, practical add it and stylish on, on Instagram yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first yeah. Um, so yeah testing but the testing would be irrelevant if we if the vaccine gets what do we think about mm. the vaccine the fits for one first came out and then it, also announced another one it's interesting because the company fits fit, yeah fits, I can never pronounce it me too me too <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's an interesting company because obviously when it came out, they were producing the vaccine. I looked into how trustworthy the company is, and they've they're a big, they're a big, big multinational to start with. First, yeah. so they came up with things like Xanax chapstick for your lips, you know, Viagra sort of things. <laughs> Must be a good company. Must be a company. All those things are trusted and used in everyday life. But they've also had a few lawsuits and settlements, so. I mean, you can look into them. I'm not going to read all of them out. Yeah. But yeah, it's Adam's comprehensive list of every single loose. I, I could. I just, all sorts, but um, all things like the testosterone ones, which cause strokes and blood clots, and they tested on Nigerian children when they weren't oh, meant no. to, um, on a drug which caused liver damage in the end, because they didn't put it through trials before giving it to these Nigerian children. But we move. Um, yeah, it's always a difficult one of, of of balancing anti-vax claims like you always like before before COVID you always hear people who don't believe in vaccine their kids and you kind of think oh that's insane why would you not want to be vaccinated against this deadly mm. disease and then this this vaccine comes out for virus and it's kind of like oh 
is it safe, is it not? I feel like the vaccines are like, you know, the classic anti anti vax yeah. things. Like they've been trusted, they've been used for years. Yeah. This is a brand new one, so there there is gonna be more worry when it first comes out. I feel like we probably won't get it first anyway because no, we won't see it because we're in that bracket. It's very young. Yeah, and we we're not, not vulnerable enough it. to need it. But I, I heard that certain airlines won't let you fly in their planes in, unless you have yeah, the, have the vaccine. So there is that element to it as well. If you want to be able to go out and do things, there are certain things. Well, you, you have, have to get a plane those. everywhere. You can do some things. Get well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to go like overseas and you don't want to go on a train this is or a boat or drive. It's not, imagine having to go to America by that. It'd either be like a, a, a week on a boat or you could like go on a train to Russia. But like the good old days, way before the, the presidented times. Yeah, 200 years before. <laughs> Rediscover the America. There were other unprecedented times before that. <laughs> yeah. 200 years ago. Okay, I was just going to say, while we're on the topic of vaccines, there's also the Oxford one, which has started to gain pace recently, Yeah. Uh, which is called the... C-H-A-D-O-X-1, not sure how you pronounce that, or the chimpanzee adenovirus Oxford 1. I've heard of that. That sounds funny, yeah. 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 Casually throwing that tongue, around. Yeah, yeah off the tongue. Um, which basically, the scientists took a common cold virus that infected chimpanzees, and they engineered it to become the building block of a vaccine against almost anything. Almost so, anything. Almost anything. I'm not sure where the limit lies, but... Um, before COVID, 330 people had been given this basically another virus, this virus, yeah. um, based vaccine for diseases ranging from flu to the Zika virus and prostate cancer even. Oh. Yeah. The virus from chimps is genetically modified so it cannot cause an infection in people, so it's safe as in it won't cause any more damage itself, unlike Planet of the Apes. Um, oh, I see. But it will, they can add stuff to it which it will take and replicate in your immune system. And That's pretty cool. It. So it, yeah. because they started, everyone thinks, oh, it obviously cut corners because it normally takes 10 years and they've done like 10 months but they yeah. started making this way before covid and they've sort of now put in the information for yeah. covid into the structure they already had probably, which is why they managed to make it so so quickly. probably the pressure of the current climate acted as a catalyst as well funding as well yeah. there must have been ways if yeah funding get, and... when there's a pandemic and yeah. panic there's there's going to be money flying a about. lot of time on your hands as well <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, it's, it's good that I, I didn't think we'd have a vaccine until like January, so yeah, it's good. It could be early Christmas present, if you know. Corona covered. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> COVID 19. <laughs> like, COVID never ended. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I just want it to end. This yeah. is so sad. Oh. I feel like it will end and we'll be 40. And then we'll have no job. Well, no, I don't. Th- I think it'll be a couple of years at least. I don't think it'll be much. It's past the new then. war, you know. The war will be over by Christmas, and it lasted how long? Lasted? I think about SARS, like SARS, and, and the impact that SARS had, and how you know the after effects of that in Asia are still being felt now. It's true. But you know, you move on. The human race is still here. Yeah. Going for walks lately. I went down this really creepy tunnel the other day near. Old field. I don't know what the tunnel's called. You oh, go down. Yeah. It's like a mile long. It's pitch black because the lights were off because it was after 11. And they play creepy violin music. What? In the tunnel. When you say they what? play, who like, plays the creepy I don't know. What, they. Like, the being. What? I was walking down what, this like tunnel. What, like Bath like, Council? Like, 
have speakers. And... Yeah, there's like they light up. There's like these circles that light up blue flashing. And it's like, <laughs> like what is going on? That and then doesn't sound because it's fun. like echoey because it's a tunnel. You can hear people running out like as they run past you. I like people that run. Yeah, it's it was pretty scary, but that is the height of my excitement in lockdown. Going through a dark tunnel. That sounds. Might have to try at some point. Yeah, it's been quite, quite yeah, it was thrilling. so long. I went in it. It was like daylight. I came out. It was pitch black. I didn't know when the tunnel ended. And when I was like outside, I was like, "Oh, there's a tree." You've just never actually left the tunnel. You're maybe, just still maybe, in the tunnel right now. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm broadcasting from the tunnel right now. <laughs> that is my. And to end, uh, very related to our podcast name of the Three Wires Rubber Ducks is giant rubber ducks become symbol of Thai pro democracy rallies, and this Interesting. is the, yeah. <laughs> On the front line of Thailand's pro-democracy protest, a new and unlikely mascot has emerged, which is a giant inflatable duck. That's so fun. <laughs> well, that they're just, like, taking they're, around with them. Yeah, I mean, you can see the pictures. They are just dragging it around with them everywhere. Oh, it's it's, just, it's pretty worn out at this point. Yeah, but, I thought you were going to say it was going to be massive. I mean, that, that, that's it's a res- human size. It's, it's a respectable, respectable size duck. But can do you remember when there was that thing about there was a massive duck that floated around Canada? And they spent, the like, water. a couple of million of taxpayers' money on it, it and it just massive. does nothing. But it was, it was, like, a big... I thought that's the size of duck you meant. Like, no, it yeah. was, like, several stories high, no. sort of mind-body of its own that just goes around, sort Yeah, but, you know, it's better mascot, and it's related to our podcast name, so I thought... Always got to have one fun highlight of the week. Yeah. Balance out all the, all the rest. What's your highlight, which is better than the duck, then, from your personal life? Um... But the one social I did go to this week, which was online, um, I won. It was a pub quiz with the Bath Cycling Society, the university. So I was very happy with that. You only won by one point. Oh, yeah, I won by one point. Adam came second. Uh, That was a bit... I see, I see. uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't think he really deserved (laughs) to get second place. But, but, you know. We got Bendit Cumberbatch at the same time for the guest of Celeb. We did. What What about you, Adam? The thing is, not a lot has happened that's been good in my life this week. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say something that's outstanding, whether it's good or bad, is when I tried to drain my pasta and the whole thing fell in the sink. <laughs> which sums up my week. I that was say. the highlight, Adam, that of was... your whole meal being ruined. I just left it and went and made another meal. <laughs> and cried. <laughs> and cried. You, didn't you go for a walk around... Oh, oh yeah. I saw the lights and you, they, they put some yeah, lights yeah, up on I, that. Yeah, I went with... Did you just forget that really nice actually. evening? Yeah. I actually forgot that was this week. That was this week. <laughs> yeah. See? Psychology. Nice things don't stick out in your mind. It's the traumatic things. Yeah. <laughs> like the past. But yeah, no, Bath has some really nice lights up. We saw the big Christmas tree and they have lights projected on... You can actually see if you go down there that the cathedral is lit with purple lights and they have like a big snowflake um, projected on one of the buildings. So yeah, anyway. So Davina, what's your heart of the week been? Um, I watched Into the Spider Verse last last weekend. A great film. Very good film. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Good graphics. Great amazing graphics. soundtrack. Oh, just just art on the screen. It's a bit trippy Marvel though, because well. sometimes you think it's like cartoon, but it's like a weird niche. It's a good balance, comic book cartoon it's, yeah, it's like animation comic book to life. because yeah. like the angles of the face and the shadows. Got they, a, like, move, but then they don't move. Got a yeah. second one coming in 2022, haven't we? Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be cool. And also, have you, have you seen the uh, cast list for Spider-Man 3, as in the Disney Marvel 
cinematic universe. It's got all of the Spider-Mans like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh yes, I did see that. that. Yeah, that's that's like a hundred. That's like it's it's on the actual IMDb page, and it's got Ryan Reynolds, which I assume would be Deadpool. Yeah. And got. Tom Hiddleston, which would be Loki, so that would be cool. So that's is, a pretty cool mix. That's pretty that cool. would be a cool mix if 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 they are playing those characters. I assume. I but haven't watched any of the new Spider-Man stuff. They're good. I've only the Tom watched Holland the, ones. Yeah, I haven't watched yeah. any of the Tom Holland. Have you watched him in the other films? Like Endgame? I've watched him in like the the <coughs> canonized <coughs> films within Avengers, Avengers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I actually Civil haven't War. watched Civil War. Yeah. Civil War's that's quite good. good. Yeah, Spider-Man's Spider-Man films quite good. I like Captain America: the First Avenger. That's probably not. Your favourite one's Captain America, favorite, first favorite, Avenger. Favourite Marvel film. Oh, yeah. favourite Marvel film. That's tough. I like the more comedic ones, like Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok's definitely <coughs> it's, it's definitely it's that. It's, it's, it's got good vibes. Good jazzy vibes. <laughs> if you're going for, like, just dramatic, like, Civil War was up there. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's and a turning point. It's, it's a turning point. The original Ant-Man. The original Ant-Man was funny. That was, was good. Well, was good well. I never realised that the guy who plays Ant-Man... Is the same guy in Clueless? The the oh, it's well very different. Clueless to very different genres of film. Oh, very. It's got Paul Rudd in it. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I could talk about films for ages, but but we were uh, running out of time, so. So. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with any of us about the things we have said this week or to keep up to date with the news of our podcast, follow us on our new Instagram account, um, Three Wise Rubber Ducks. Also, if you have any facts or news about Bath, feel free to drop us a message. See you next time with the Three Wise Rubber Ducks. <laughs> <laughs>